Welcome to the Free and Fearless podcast, where we talk about having more freedom and income than you know what to do with, creating digital products that people love, and making offers that practically sell themselves, all while serving your purpose and living your best life. Welcome back. I have an exciting announcement today, and the topic of this episode is inspired by it. My new book is out, and it's also my first ever business book. It's called High Value Offers, How to Create Desire and Turn Your Course Idea into the Dream Offer for Your Ideal Student. The title pretty much says it all. This is a guide to nailing all the key elements of your paid offer so that your launch can be a success, you can create massive impact, and actually turn that into a full-time digital product business. If you're a student of my program, Boat Business School, you'll get a complimentary copy of the book, as it's based on the content covered in one of the modules there. Now, let's get to today's topic. So, one of the many things I teach inside High Value Offers is how to combine all the parts of your offer and turn them into a sales page that makes your ideal student say, I'm in. There's also a template you can follow and plenty of examples to get your creative juices flowing. And one of those sections that I like to add on a sales page is about the consequences of not solving the problem now, not taking action now, and basically, not enrolling in your program now and working through it. Here's what I mean by that. Every product solves a problem. It's your job to get very clear about that and know exactly how your ideal customer is feeling right now, how their current life looks like, and what they want to change about it. These can also turn into powerful sections on your sales page, and I walk you through writing them inside the book. I help you define who your course is for and who it's not for, as that's equally important. I help you get to the bottom of the problem you're trying to solve and address the biggest pain points and the deepest desires of your ideal student. After that, come the consequences. This is where you describe the picture of how their life will look like if they don't buy your course now. Because buying it means doing something about their problem, finally taking responsibility for it and deciding to make a change. That's the first step of many, of course, because they need to actually go through the content, do the work, overcome mental barriers and challenges, be patient, make some mistakes down the road, but you can't do that on their behalf. What you can do is give them access to the best course you could have created on the topic and share the tips and strategies they can use to make their journey easier. But what happens if they spend yet another year without solving their major problem? They will probably keep feeling stuck, be exactly where they are today, have regrets, feel like they've wasted all that time. This isn't a positive scenario, but it's a realistic one. You bring awareness to the issue and you make people consider the consequences, which is a powerful exercise and it can offer a whole new perspective that can then inspire action. So this can work as a smart sales technique on your sales page, or as part of any other marketing material related to your offer. And at the same time, it's what your audience needs to hear. You're helping them consider all possibilities, both the good and the bad, so they can make an informed decision. You give them a reality check. You make them realize how bad they want the solution. And this can be enough to turn a maybe into a yes, in terms of investing in your program. And we aren't doing anything tricky here. This is all natural. It's sales psychology, sure, but you don't want anyone who isn't ready to buy to do it. 
You just want to reach your ideal customers and help them realize why this product can change their lives. You're selling the offer, you position it in any way you see fit, and you've probably been where your customer is, and you know how they feel and what they struggle with. So that makes you the best person to talk to when it comes to the issue and the potential solutions. But there's another aspect of this. We've all been there. We know what bothers us the most, what we crave the most. And yet, month after month, year after year, we don't do much about it. We might think about it all the time, read about it, do research, talk to other people, make plans and take the first step. But we also don't feel fully ready. We make excuses. We think now is not the right time. We want to first read another book on the topic or work with another coach or wait for something else to happen before we take action. So a year later, we're still feeling like that problem owns us, but we have more regret because we've let it continue for one more year. This situation involves a lot of internal struggle, pain, and feelings of unworthiness. You touch on these wounds when you describe that picture to your potential student and there is nothing wrong with it. Even if they don't buy your course now or ever, their desire to solve the problem probably won't go away. And of course, there are many other reasons why your offer isn't selling and why that specific person isn't buying. Even if your product is great and even if your messaging hits home. It takes practice. It takes thinking and writing copy and editing it and getting feedback from your audience and learning from it. But that one small section on your sales page can be a game changer. With that being said, I want to mention one specific scenario. It applies to my courses as their business programs and usually the person reading the sales page really wants to start that business, make money online and live life on their own terms. And I've definitely been there. And I still feel that for every new idea I feel inspired by but which I don't act upon. My audience is full of people who have wanted to start a business for many years now open my weekly newsletter, listen to the podcast, or read articles, who have downloaded my freebies and maybe even enrolled in a training or two. They often reach out to me and ask questions, or they tell me how bad they want to create something online and earn money from it. It's usually one or two emails, and then I don't hear from them again. Some contact me again a year later. They kept checking out my weekly updates and learning from me, They kept having the desire to start a blog or create a course or finally monetize their website or publish a book, whatever it is. But they didn't do it. In fact, often absolutely nothing changed since the last time they emailed me. And I don't need to point that out. I'm still encouraging and helpful when I respond to them, but they know it. They know they spent one more year not acting on their goals not going after what they are so sure their heart desires, not listening to their intuition guiding them, not getting out of their comfort zone, not implementing what they learned from a course or free resources. Over time, this adds up and it brings us down, especially when we see stories of successful business owners online all the time. They're there to inspire us and show us what is possible. But if we're not acting on our goals, we see it as proof that others can do it, but we can't. Then we start wondering what is wrong with us. We start feeling sorry about ourselves, maybe even feeling some anger, some resentment. We love ourselves a little less every year because of this, and we feel less worthy. 
we start coming up with new excuses as to why we can't do it now, such as saying that we haven't done anything about this for so long that it's too late, or that there is a lot of competition out there, or the economy isn't doing well, or that others are more ahead in the game, or there is just a reason why we don't have the skills or qualities or background necessary to start a business. But all these excuses, and they're all a mindset problem. That's why most of my free time is dedicated to the inner work, and that's why most of my content tackles exactly that. It's all about uncovering the limiting beliefs that drive our actions and replacing them with new ones. First come the beliefs, then the thoughts, then the feelings as a result of what we think and believe. Only then do our actions change and that eventually creates a whole different reality. But it will take time. First you can start thinking like the version of you who has that business and is even running it full time. This version of you, that person, isn't spending hours on a sales page wondering if they should buy this course or not, or feeling sorry about themselves, or thinking that any other factor can stop them from working on their business. No, they're confident, they've already created something online and are now growing it. They don't overthink ideas, they act on them. They wake up and work on their business first thing in the morning. They take courses and learn from different sources. They create content and build their brand. They feel down and pick themselves up again because there will always be negative emotions to manage as a business owner. But that doesn't affect your identity or the work you do. A mindset trick I love and that really works for me is to imagine the worst case scenario. Where would you end up if you don't do anything about your dreams today? Or in a year? What are the consequences? Often they might not be that bad, but think about how you're feeling. After all, anything we do in life is pretty much with the goal of avoiding certain emotions or feeling specific ones. You want to start a business so you can quit your job and work for yourself and feel free and own your time and not feel stressed anymore or like you're exchanging time for money. Not wanting to have a day job has always been one of my main motivators. And avoiding something unpleasant is a bigger motivator for people than seeking pleasure. It's just human nature. So you can bet I will be working on my laptop today and saying no to distractions the whole day if the other possibility is to move back to my home country because I can't afford to live in the one I moved to anymore, or to have to answer to a boss and do work I hate, or to wake up early and go to an office and spend my best years in an environment that doesn't give me any joy. But if you've started your business and are doing something about your goals often, then there might be another obstacle. Making those same excuses I mentioned, but about smaller things, such as posting regularly on your blog, or starting a podcast, or increasing your rates, or setting boundaries with your coaching clients so you can have more energy in the day, or investing in a business program so you can learn from those who know the ins and outs of your business model. Whatever it is, you know deep within it's exactly what you need to be doing right now. It's probably not the end of the world if you do it later. But you're going against your nature. You're telling your higher self no when its job is to guide you to what you fear and want to avoid, but which will bring you the most growth. Sometimes it could be to retire an offer that's making you money or cut an income stream you've had for years or to stop working with your highest paying client. It doesn't make sense. It means leaving money on the table, but it's somehow related to your evolution and the next stage in your business. 
So you gotta follow that desire. Desires are your soul's roadmap. If one exists in your heart, it's there for a reason. It's part of your path and you've chosen it. Now you just have to follow it. Everything I shared so far shows you how I like to combine my most favorite things in life. Business, and in this case, selling the product you believe in and creating a sales page that best describes it. Connecting with your potential customers and truly wanting to help them. Shifting your mindset around something and helping others do the same. Covering topics you deeply care about and making all this part of your mission. And using your experience and growth as a way to resonate with your audience. Do you see how it's all connected? And all this was about one small section of your sales page. There's a lot more like this inside High Value Offers, together with exercises and sales techniques and step-by-step processes. The link is in the show notes if you want to check out the book. So my question to you today is, what are the consequences of not solving your biggest problem or of not doing something about your main goal? Can you find a consequence strong enough to inspire you to take action now? And once you successfully complete that exercise, do the same for your ideal customer as it relates to your main offer and the problem it solves. And then turn it into the perfect addition to your sales page and let it do its magic. Thanks for tuning in today and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Free and Fearless podcast. If you loved what you heard, please tell me what your biggest breakthrough was. Share the episode on Instagram and tag me at Let's Read Success. Make sure you subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you want to work with me, go to letsreadsuccess.com courses to see what I offer. Thanks for tuning in again and I'll see you next time.